Hey girl, you're listening to the Bright Life Podcast, all about ways to stay inspired, chase your dreams, and find more gratitude in the highs and lows of the journey. I'm your host, Jessica Johnson. I run a content marketing agency and travel the world as a digital nomad, just a suitcase, my hubby, and a trusty laptop in tow. I'm a self-growth junkie, a believer in other big-hearted women, and I'm all about sharing tips, tricks, lessons learned, and encouragement so we can all live our biggest, brightest lives. You ready? Let's do this. What is up, everybody? It is a new year. Happy 2021. I am so thrilled to be saying that. (laughs) I honestly love New Year's, but especially this year, it just feels really good. And I think we're going to have a great episode for you today. So if you're listening around the start of the new year, when I'm recording this, it's early into the first week where there's all that hope around New Year's resolutions and goals. And if you're anything like me, I know there's also sometimes that tendency to start the new year all gung-ho, all ready to go. And then a week or so in, you're kind of like, wait, I don't really have that same like motivation. Like I don't really have that, you know, consistency that I thought I would have this year of all years. And so I'm going to address that because I really learned some ways that help me to navigate that through the years. And if you're anything like me, I'm hoping that they can help you too. All right, and so there's a few questions that you can ask yourself whenever you have that goal, that resolution, that dream, but you just feel like for whatever reason, you're having a really hard time being consistent or showing up the way that you thought you could and the way that you outlined for yourself. Right. So it's kind of that feeling of like if you ever are really good a few days into eating and then by like Thursday you aren't feeling it anymore (laughs) or same with the gym. Right. Like you're going strong, but then by the weekend you're kind of tired or maybe it's something more creative like you're writing a book or a manuscript and you can really get yourself disciplined and, you know, working on it for a few hours or a few days. But The last few, you really just start to feel that motivation wane and wonder like, why are you even setting out to do this thing? So these questions really help for any of those situations. And they're so simple. I love them. Okay. And so here's the first one to ask yourself. Number one, is it small enough? What I mean by that is there is this tendency for all of us whenever we begin something new to want to begin with where we want to be way down the line. So for example, maybe you're picturing yourself being like a runner one day. And so instead of starting with five minutes at the gym or one song at the gym of running, you start with the 60 minutes every day. And then you might also want to tack on a little bit of weightlifting and a little swimming too for some cross training. No, no, no. <laughs> that is partly what's causing the trip up. So the, the whole thing about beginning to be successful is it's so much easier to be successful if you just start small. And I know that there's that feeling of like, if I start too small, I'm not going to see the results I want. But I guarantee you, you can literally start so large and do a great amount of work for three days and then be back to where you started for the whole rest of the year. 
Or if you just start with small, consistent action, you'll actually get much further month to month. And by the end of the year, you will be probably further than you even imagined. There's this book that I love by the author Martha Beck, and it's called The Four Day Win. But it basically talks about how when you're starting something, you want to break it down till it's so easy that you cannot even imagine yourself not being able to do it. So for example, you can use that gauge for yourself, where if you think about going to the gym for an hour, and that sounds like horrible, like you're already starting to think about, you know, excuses and reasons why you can't today, then you know that that's a sign that you really need to go a little bit smaller. So go in, go ahead and half whatever that amount you're starting with is. So if it's going to the gym for 60 minutes, turn it into 30 minutes. Does that feel doable? Do you then say, I could for sure do 30 minutes right now? If not, then half it again and half it again until you're really at that point where you right now know that you could go to the gym for five minutes and it wouldn't be the end of the world. Like you would totally crush that five minutes, right? Because the thing is, you're going to feel a lot tomorrow like you do today. So there is that tendency to feel like tomorrow's the day where I will wake up this super like refreshed human being. I'm going to go for it and go all at it. But chances are you're actually going to feel very similar to today. And what's going to help you is starting with an action that you feel like you could do today and building from there. So go ahead and acclimate for a little while to that small little step. And then you can double that or add on a little bit and use that same check of, could I do that today? Does this amount feel doable right now? And you know you're on the right track. The other really interesting thing about that is what Martha Beck describes, and she's like been Oprah's life coach. She's a Harvard-trained psychologist. Like, she knows her stuff, you know? (laughs) What she found with her clients is that maybe a week or a few weeks sounded like a really long time in their heads to commit, and it would almost psych them out. But if they could just commit to four days of a new behavior at a really small level, so that five minutes of the gym for four days, all of a sudden, that felt doable to them. They could do four days. And after day one or day two, they felt like they saw a difference in the mirror. And so they were like, well, I only have one or two days left. I can do that. So all of a sudden, they made it over that first four-day hump, and then they were excited to tack on a little bit more because they were already seeing and feeling motivated by the changes. So you can use that to your advantage as well and give yourself that test. Is this small enough? If I don't feel like doing it right now, can I half it? Do I feel like doing that right now? And if not, keep applying that halving mechanism until it feels so doable to you that you can't wait to do it and give yourself just a few days to get used to it, knowing that it's only a few days and you can reevaluate from there. So that's the first thing that I always do is if I start to get into that little, you know, gap where I'm like, what happened? Like I started so strong or I wrote out all these plans for the new year and it's not happening. That's the first thing I look at is, have I started too high? Like, have I started too large, too strong? What do I need to scale back to make this feel doable for me where I cannot even imagine failing at this? It's so little. All right, so that is the first question to ask yourself. Am I starting small enough? The next thing that I would say is, have you made it obvious enough? 
And I talk about this a little bit in the previous episode, but one of the things that you have to remember when you're starting anything new is it's a little bit foreign to your brain. Like you don't have those neural pathways built yet where your brain goes, oh yeah, I always brush my teeth before bed or I always drink a glass of water when I wake up or you know whatever the things that are so natural and ingrained for you now, that's not there and that's not working to your advantage yet for any new habit. So what you want to do is make that new thing so intrusive and obvious for you that you could not even help but remember it, right? So for vitamins, and I do this, like that means putting them somewhere where I'm for sure going to see them, whether it's like in front of the refrigerator or in front of a door or by my toothbrush. If it's something like drinking more water, it's getting a water bottle that you love to drink out of that maybe even measures it, you know, hour by hour and reminds you when you want to drink a little bit more. Maybe it's setting a reminder on your phone or emailing yourself so that first thing in the morning you have an email in your inbox reminding you of what you're going to do that day. Again, these are not like me telling you all these great things. These are things I actually use all the time and they really, really help me, which is why I'm so excited to share them in the hopes that they might, you know, help you as well. So that's another big one. Have I made this obvious enough where of course I'm going to remember it? Of course it's going to be easy for me. You know, if it's something like maybe you always get home and you're ravenous at the end of the day, maybe it's just putting that snack bar in your glove compartment so that no matter what, you have that right in front of you that you can grab and you can nourish yourself with so you don't have to do the whole commute. And by the time you get home, you're like looking for anything in your kitchen. You know, it's just like those simple things that take that guesswork out of your day because your brain already has so many other things it's keeping track of. If you want to begin any new behavior, it really has to rise to the top of everything else that you're already juggling in your brain. And so making it intrusive, making it super obvious is just a way to do that that's really easy. Another thing that I would recommend is taking a look at, does this work with my natural schedule? What I mean by that is, I used to have this thing where I felt like I had to go and work out, uh, you know, in the morning, where I really always just had a lot going on in the mornings, like I was getting ready for work and I had to, you know, get ready and shower and make a good breakfast and all the things that I didn't really ever like actually get into that groove of working out in the morning. Like I do it for a little while and then I'd get out of it. What I found about myself is my natural energy is so much better for working out like mid-afternoon or evening Because at mid-afternoon, I'm kind of like looking for that little break. You know, I've started to fade a little bit with work. And so the option to just go to the gym and move my body or go for a walk feels so good mid-afternoon. And it almost wakes me up again for the rest of the workday. Whereas doing it early in the morning or late at night, that's when I'm like either ready to get into work or I'm exhausted from the day and I don't want to go move my body. So something as simple as what time of day are you trying to achieve your new goal can really help you to work with your natural schedule and rhythms and preferences. So kind of check that. There's many, many options where if you feel like you're forcing yourself into thinking you have to do something at one time of day, you actually don't. You have a lot of options for most things. And so just think about if your energy levels are going to be different and are going to work to your advantage at another time of day 
versus whatever one you've been telling yourself you, you know, have to use. Okay, so that's another thing. Like, are you working with your natural schedule and rhythms? The fourth question is, do you have a strong enough why? Because sometimes when we get into this goal setting mode, I don't know about you, but I will sometimes get so excited about making a list of things that I forget that there's has to be like a why behind it that's going to keep me going. And I might have all the best intentions, but not the strongest why. So for example, I might want to do something because you know, it's going to sound good or because it's what other people are saying I should do or because it's the next natural step, you know, for a promotion or whatever. But if that doesn't excite me, like if I don't feel it in my body, like this is what I want to do and this is, there's so much why and purpose behind it for me, it's really, really hard to sustain that for yourself as something that you privately are going to need to be working towards. So kind of check that for yourself. Like, do you have a strong enough why? And sometimes it's not even a matter of, you know, developing a stronger why. It's just reconnecting to what that why was in the beginning. So this especially, I think, is something for if you have, you know, any new like project that you're working on long term, like if it's a business, if it's a podcast, if it's a blog, (laughs) um, if it's a relationship, even if it's a fitness goal, like. I'm starting to think this actually can apply to everything, (laughs) but basically for me, if I start to feel that burnout feeling, I know that if this is something that I've started that I've once felt a lot of passion around, it's less about needing to develop this new why and more about needing to reconnect to the why that already exists. And so for me, that might mean make like writing down again all the reasons I'm doing this, getting that clarity, feeling the feeling of like I'm doing this for the impact it'll make or the freedom or the joy it brings to me or the way it's, you know, fostering these relationships in my life or all the experiences I'll get to have because that big long-term vision is what's really going to pull you through all the little tedious steps and ups and downs in the journey. That why is everything. And so really make sure that you can reconnect to that why and make sure it's strong enough to get you through those starting phases that you really just need to be consistent with and sustain for a while. And I'll say also, like, it's okay if you realize you don't have a big enough why. Like, sometimes things, you know, change. And if you've started one thing and you just feel like maybe you're the reasons you got into it weren't, you know, the clearest or aren't as true for you now, that it's really okay to pivot on a lot of things. I mean, obviously, there's those commitments that you've made that you that you can't, right? But there's so much of our lives, the 95% of it, that you absolutely do have a choice in and you can continually evolve and choose something that feels truer for you all the time. And so just looking for that, like, do you have a strong enough why? Do you just need to get clearer and reconnect to what it is? Or have you chosen it for maybe false reasons and there's something that would better suit you and feel truer and more powerful for you? All right. And so the last question, so the first one is, Is it small enough? Have you broken it down into a small step? The second one is, have you made it intrusive and obvious enough in your life? The third one is, are you working with your natural rhythms and schedule? 
The fourth one is, do you have a strong enough why? And the last one, which kind of relates to this, the previous one, is like, how does this behavior make you feel? Because what I have learned is there are a million ways to do something. So if you have this goal of getting healthier and of moving more, but you are making yourself do it in a way that makes you feel terrible, like if you are forcing yourself to run or to do really intense, you know, hit workouts or spinning classes and, and you dread that, there are so many other ways to move. Like I actually don't even call exercise exercise anymore because to me, it just feels better to call it movement. Like it feels so good when I think about just moving my body and stretching my legs out and getting to play than it does the grind of like exercising at a gym or on a treadmill. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so I'd offer that to you. Like there's so many ways to move. Could you do walking? Could you do dancing or yoga or bar or a hike? Like could you get outside and swim? There's just so many options for you to accomplish your goal that if you're finding that the one that you're forcing yourself into really sucks for you, like you really kind of hate it and resent it, Try and look and see if there's another way that you can achieve your goal that does light you up and that does feel good. That's actually the way that I started enjoying movement is I used to have, you know, these really strict like regimens that I'd make myself do whether I felt like it or not. Once I started saying, okay, you're going to spend 20 minutes today moving. You can do it however you want to. If you want to go on a walk, if you want to go for a swim or a hike or go on the treadmill, you know, go to a class with a friend, just make sure you're moving your body. That's when I started to really crave it and love it because I realized that there are so many ways to accomplish that. And so now it's something I love and I look forward to every day and I'll sometimes do challenges and I sometimes won't, but I always keep that first and foremost of does this make me feel really good? And if not, how can I change that? All right. And this doesn't even have to be like a health thing. I know the start of the year, there's all these health goals and but it doesn't have to be that. So if you want to, let's say, talk to your family more, maybe that's a goal you have this year, but you're not a phone person. There's so many ways you can talk to them. You could set up a Zoom date. You know, you could go to a class with a friend. You could go on a walk with your mom. Like there's so many ways to see the people that you love that doesn't have to be like a mode of, you know, connection and communication that doesn't really serve you. You know, if you want to travel more, but you feel like, oh, you know, maybe you need to save up a little bit, or maybe there's so many travel restrictions right now, just doesn't feel good to go somewhere too far. How else can you do this that feels exciting to you? Like, can you be a tourist in your own city? Like, have you seen all the parks and all the monuments and sites in your own city? Is there a new restaurant you could try? Could you road trip somewhere nearby? Then you still get this new experience and you get to see a new place, but you're not having to buy a ticket anywhere. You're not having to get on a plane anywhere, but you're still enriching your life and you're still accomplishing your overarching goal of traveling more. If you're always approaching something that doesn't feel good, ask yourself if there's another way to accomplish your goal. Okay? So those are five questions you can ask yourself 
to help you get out of that inconsistent feeling of, you know, wanting more motivation or wanting to stick to your best laid plans better, but in a way that feels really good to you and isn't just grinding you against more willpower and those reserves, but instead feels fun and feels light and feels like it opens up even more energy for you. To recap, it's number one, are you starting small enough? Number two, have you made it obvious enough? Number three, are you working with your natural schedule and rhythm? Number four, do you have a strong enough why? And number five, how does it make you feel? And is there a way you could accomplish your goal that feels a lot more fun and freeing along the way? Because that is what it's all about, right? We only, for all we know, get one run at this. So we might as well make it as fulfilling and joyful as we can. That's what I believe. And I'm so grateful for you for being here. I hope these ideas really light you up and give you ways to get back on track and go after your goals this year in a way that feels amazing. Thank you so much for listening in. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you share it on Instagram stories and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping get the message out. I am so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, talk to you soon.